0: Hey everybody, real quick before we get into the episode, this podcast is now on Spotify. If you want to find me, all you have to do is search Danny's K-Pop Podcast," and every episode I've released so far will be up there. All of them. If you haven't heard them yet, go check them out. Now, with all that out of the way, let's get into the episode. What's up, everybody, and thank you for joining me for another episode of Danny's K-Pop Podcast. I'm hoping everyone had a good week. You know what, though? I'm realizing more and more every week that passes by that ever since Christian started school, although he is the one attending, we are bound by the same schedule. Now, I remember when I went to kindergarten, it was a full day. Now, I don't know when they exactly changed it, at this school or I don't know if it's all schools he goes to but every day is basically a half day so we drop him off at 11:35 and pick him up at 3 I am happy though that it's not too early but then again it's right smack in the middle of the day and it's not enough time to do something in the morning or the afternoon plus we have to stay in the general area because you don't want to take the chance of being late kids do not like being the last one picked up I learned that early on from the movie family man anyways the reason I'm bringing this up is since doing this podcast every week I always wanted to try and let you guys know what my week was like and what I did so basically what I'm trying to say is since the boys started school not that much Now, there has been a lot of things going on in the States and abroad. What seems like, for the last month, devastating natural disasters have affected many. The people of Mexico and Puerto Rico are definitely my thoughts and prayers, as are so many others that are still in the rebuilding process. There's also, of course, the rhetoric back and forth from the President and North Korea. I have been to the part of the 38th parallel that is the closest to the border of North Korea and I'll never forget that feeling. It was heartbreaking and still is. And I do sometimes think, I'm actually able to talk to you guys today here on this podcast because my parents just happen to have been geographically on the south side. All I- right. Those are just some of the things that were on my mind. And now, let's find out what's on yours. This first question comes from our hotline. Hey Danny, this is Ava from New York. I'm just curious, what's a typical day like for a K-pop artist? From everything I read on the internet, it seems very regimented, but also very, very hectic. Thanks, can't wait to hear bye. Thank you, Ava, for the question and the call. What is a typical day like for a K-pop artist? First off, it's really hard to really pinpoint a typical day, because there are none. There's just so many things going on, and a lot of the times, they're different from the day before. I mean, there's so many variables. One is, like, the time of year your album drops. The shows are different. And, of course, how much you are in demand now I can give you an example of a typical day on one of say the three big shows NBC SBS KBS on those days we would usually wake up at around 7 uh, get to the venue at 9 o'clock for audio rehearsals now audio rehearsals are not always done in order and so It was actually one of the rare times we got to sit in the seats and see a lot of the artists perform in person the way you guys do and so I actually enjoyed that now afterwards you do have some buffer time until camera rehearsals which tend to start at around 1 o'clock the reason there's so much time is because they also do the pre-tape performances at this time which I never liked because we went all out on a performance and then a lot of the times they said we had to do it again because they missed the shot. I like the live shows. One shot, you get it right, you get it wrong, I mean that's the essence. Now at this time a lot of people either go out and grab a bite to eat like at a restaurant or something. or they go to the salon and get their hair did. Our hairs were never that great. Mine was pretty much the same all the time. Because we never went to the salon. Salon time, we said, eh, we'll make it nap time. So, now the camera rehearsals are done, just like the live shows. Um, And then the live show begins. Now we watch the show as it's airing. And around two acts prior, we start making our way to the stage and for us it always felt like I would think how a boxer feels when he's making his way to the ring with the music playing and just getting pumped up and getting ready for the fight for us the performance and I always remember after the performance I did feel kind of sad because it was over always too quick Even when I think about it, we got up at seven to do a show that aired around four to five for a three-minute performance. So, to tell you the truth, a lot of times for a K-pop artist, it's not that glamorous. We do it for that three-minute performance because it's worth it. That's why we did what we did. Thank you again, Ava, for the call and your question. Moving on to iTunes. An anonymous iTunes review says, Hello Danny, listening to your podcast from Canada. I've noticed on a couple of the episodes that you've talked about some artists when they were younger. For example, Bobby and B.I. on the Master Wu episode. Young and G.D. when they were young. What were some of the things that you looked for in aspiring artists when they were attempting to become trainees? Are there qualities that all standout trainees have? Looking forward to hearing your answer on the podcast. You know what? I think the reason I tend to talk about the other artists a lot that are in YG is because that was where I spent 90% of my time. And most days, there's only YG people there. So I didn't have much choice. Plus, of course, they're good people. Now, about the things you look for. Of course, you do look at the basics like vocal, dance, personality, and their presence. Their skill level. But I think what's more important is their passion. Because that really drives how far they can go and their potential. Now, even if they have that passion, Of course, you have to use the skill level to see how, let's say, their road looks ahead. If I use basketball, if I was born a physical specimen like LeBron James, you would think the road to becoming an elite player is still not easy. But I think it's easier than, let's say, Isaiah Thomas. And in my opinion, they are both elite players. But there was a reason why LeBron was picked number one in the draft. But just like pro athlete scouting, it's most definitely not perfect. You're guessing. Now, every person is unique, the artist and the fans. What's important is the connection that they make with each other. And you never know what that's going to be and I think that's what makes it beautiful because we're not robots. Now, I did always think that that one audition show had the perfect name because it really is an X factor. Thank you once again, anonymous iTunes reviewer, for hitting me up and your question. Now, moving on to Twitter. 1-K-Y-N-E-A-Y-A says... I'm sorry, I had to say the letters. I have no idea how you pronounce that. Any comments or reviews about Sechkiss' new album entitled Another Light? And your thoughts of their comeback and joining YG? Thanks. Thanks for hitting me up and your question. Their new album, Another Light, honestly, it took me by surprise they have a full album out. And these days, that is not done as much. You see way more artists coming out with single albums and then they just add them all together with a couple new songs, and then it's a full album. But Jex Kiss is old school, like we were. We never came out with a single album, it didn't exist at that time. And it is not easy making a full album. So respect to that. And also, straight up on your second question, I won't lie, I was surprised when I first heard they joined YG. And I'm sure it has a lot to do with back in the day and how I remember them. I mean, I saw them firsthand when they were at their height and also when they decided to step away, literally. You can see me behind them on that stage in the Three Words music video when they say goodbye many, many years back. But I do think YG evolved for the better as well. It's much more broad musically without losing the quality. I remember back in the day when we were about to attend a huge end of the year award show, and the company had all these jackets made, not only for the artists, but for everybody and we were all supposed to rock it at the show. On the back it said, YG Hip Hop Entertainment. Now you see at that time, the company only had two artists. It was one time in Gina's show. So I am very, very happy and proud that YG grew out of that basement floor office and also has more than two acts. I embrace change when I believe it is for the better. Also, if you think about it, one of them, Jex Kiss members, is not only YG family as an artist, but he's also YG family personally. So it makes sense. Thank you again for your question. Now, moving on to Rapify Instagram. Wet Cheeto 2001. What up, Danny? I'm a huge fan of one time. Along with 90s and early 2000s K pop in general. Who were some of your favorite K pop artists or groups outside of YG around that time? Mine are Baby Vox and Shinhua. Also, what was the most fun one time music video for you to shoot? Man, there's many. Uh, good gracious. 90s and 2000s? That's two decades, man. Um, the Legends, Soteji. Why either? Um Deuce. Um I like Lula. And um countless uh, this is rapid fire. I can't go through them all, I'm sorry. Um also what was the funnest music video? Nasty. Nasty was the funnest. We just acted crazy. X Love Locket X says I've wondered for years which one of you did the really fast rap at the end of Oje Pamiyagi. I literally need to know. Help me, Danny. All right, so straight up, I had to listen to it again and listen to the voice again. But yes, it is Teddy. He the man. All right. That's it for today. I do want to end this episode by taking a minute to talk to you about this podcast. First off, I want to thank everyone for just their love and support anyone who called in, wrote me or downloaded the podcast it's so appreciated and this literally would not be possible without you guys however right now I will be taking a break from continuing to make more episodes I want to take a break to just figure some things out what to make of Danny's K-pop podcast and make it the best it can be And as I work on the format with The Great Minds of FOMO, I want to keep your suggestions in mind. What I would love from all of you listening is to write in and let me know what you would like to hear on future episodes or how you would structure this podcast. Let your voice be heard. You can leave comments on SoundCloud, iTunes reviews, or hit me up on Twitter and Instagram. I'm all ears, everybody. Looking forward to hearing from you soon. I'm out. One.